Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, November 24th, 2020. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, you can go to our Patreon page and sign up, and that would allow you to chat with us directly while we record on Discord Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, If you can't do that, you could still post something on our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. This week... Uh, we'll be talking about, I, well, we've still got Trump stuff because he's, he's still there. <laughs> and, uh, obviously we've got, uh, I've got a few coronavirus things, but first, you know, I, I, I see this, I hear this every year topic for discussion this week. What are you thankful for? Ugh. And the reason that I bring it up is because when I was growing up, This was always another way to turn, because specifically my mother, but my family would turn everything into a religious thing. So you would always, what are you thankful to God for? Mm. And I I am assuming you guys didn't have that? No. Less so. Hell no. By that I mean not at all. (laughs) So when I think about it now, and, you know, what are you thankful for? it, It always, like, that always hits with me. It's always like, well, thankful to who? Like, I, I, I'm thankful for individual people who do things for me. I try to thank them, you know, all the time, not just once a year. Mm, that's key. Yeah. So any, any thoughts on this? I'm confused. Well, you... what are... <laughs> well, what, Wait, yeah, what... are, we, are we down on things or are we thankful for things? Well, what are you, not, not really either or necessarily, but when somebody says, what are you thankful for? Like, how do you respond to that? Oh, I probably, probably just, I almost, I'm sure I always say my family. I can't imagine giving... A non-canned response to that. Mm. So you don't think about, like, who are you thankful to for your family? Okay. No. Maybe that's just a me thing. Well, I think it was ingrained in you as a child to make it an externally generated thankfulness. (laughs) Hmm. What were you going to ask yet? I'm confused. What is your response when someone says, what are you thankful for? What is your response? My Hmm. response is, well, thankful to who? Like, I am not thankful to... Like normally when, when when you're saying thank you for something, you're telling somebody thank you, right? You're thanking someone. And I can't say, well, I'm thankful that I have a job and I'm thankful I haven't got the virus. Well, who am I thanking? Like God. Right. <laughs> so, so Or fate, you could be like, Well, I'm thankful that a boulder doesn't fall on my head every day when I walk out of my house. <laughs> I don't know. Given that I don't in any way believe in God, I have a hard time coming up with things that just don't seem, I don't know, completely trivial. It yeah, always, it's, it's every time of, that, every year that comes up, it always strikes me as being odd. You know, I gotta be honest, no one has ever asked me that fucking question. Really? Yeah. What are you thankful for? And I'm pretty sure my response would be, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, what? <laughs> so what? Well, it's funny, though, because actually I was part of a management meeting last week, I think it was. And one of the things they did little, you know, um, hot topics kind of things. And one of them was five minutes of one person who's in a director position talking about gratitude and thankfulness and considering the season. And her story was horrible (laughs) and depressing. (laughs) And she was thankful. I'm like, oh, my God, it's so bad. I have to leave now. (laughs) So it it is not just a you know you know what do you say around the around the table it's people take it external and it's a sneaky way of getting God I think into conversations where it doesn't belong probably yeah. 
I mean, it feels like one of those nebulous questions. The other question I can't stand when it asks is, "What do you what What do you value?" Mm. Like, I don't. I never know how to answer that. Like, I don't know. What do you value? Yeah. Well, um, I had an ulterior motive for this. I'm going to uh, work <laughs> in a what I am thankful for. I'm thankful for our patrons that help mm. keep the show running. Oh, sneaky! And I, but see, in this case, I'm thankful. I am thankful to the Patreon. So. Uh, and and I just want to listen real quick. We've got Jeff that's with, with us all the time. Uh, Grinch, who's been on here. Dustin. Uh, David, who we know here from State College. Adam. Hunter. Longbow. A, this is a strange... I don't know who this is, but they signed up as Itchy and Scratchy want you to please support the Secular Coalition for America. So <laughs> Works for me. Right. Yeah. Uh, Jack. Corey. Brian. Pierce. Judy, Kevin, all you guys are helping to support the podcast and keep us uh, keep us going. We really do appreciate it. So that's a lot of fucking patrons. Yeah, yeah. it's it's not bad. How come yeah. they're all not yeah. making appearances on here? Yeah, I don't know. And you think one of them could uh, could come in and uh, and join us while we record? But uh, you know, or, I'm assuming there's time issues and hey, maybe not they all of want- them on the East Coast. Yeah, if they, listen, if it were me, I'd be like, I don't want to listen live. I want the finished product that I paid for <laughs> right. for my drive to work. I don't want it to be spoiled with all the bullshit in the middle. <laughs> hmm. There were a few other patrons who are no longer uh, who no longer you know, can no longer support us, and uh, I still do appreciate them. They're just not on my active list, and I don't know how to get to them on the Patreon page. <laughs> so, <laughs> do appreciate everybody who uh, who did contribute. How many patrons does uh? puzzle warriors have oh i don't know probably what? not that many what i thought you guys would add more no it's been so many years dude mm-hmm. really yeah i would say that, over the surely e- surely the listenership has to be at least half as burnt out as i am <laughs> <laughs> not according to that facebook page i don't know i'm i'm going to do the same thing uh with them tomorrow so i'll, I'll be able to yeah. answer the question tomorrow yeah, so all right we will update you tomorrow so other than thanking our patrons was this just a roundabout way of saying that we are wrongly conflating the word thankfulness with gratefulness and we're using it wrong? I think Was this so, like a yeah. clever English lesson? I think so. <laughs> uh, not intentionally, but maybe, yeah. Okay. I think oh. I think I do. Yes. So, yes, I, I, I do see the difference between thankful and grateful. Huh. I am definitely more grateful for things than I am thankful for things. Yeah. Sure. That makes I'm sense. grateful for oxygen. <laughs> Keeps me going every day. I'm still enthusiastic about my family. <laughs> Whether thankful or grateful, I can't be certain. All right. Well, I just thought it was, uh, it just struck me as something to talk about. Um, so let's get into some of the, uh, some of the follow-up from the election. There's been a lot of changes this week. Mm-hmm. But uh, I wanted to hit a few things that are on my list here. Uh, on the Friendly Atheist website, there's an article about there are now more atheists in state and federal office than there have been ever before. Now, I guess that really did open atheists, people who say that they're atheists. That's true. There were probably atheists in those offices previously, but... Jeff stole my joke, which I was going to be like, what, so like there's eight now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, Jeff even went lower. Right. Yeah, I again... It is open. I, I I don't want to just presume that people are atheists and that they keep it under wraps. You know, I feel like that won't be fair to the to the open the people who are open about it. You know, as far as getting credit for being being some of the first. Like, I don't want to just presume that whoever the first homosexual president of the United States is wasn't James Buchanan. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
And I'd be like, well, technically, it probably wasn't you. Listen, whoever it is, man or woman, you you can have the credit. <laughs> yeah, that is true. If you're going to come out and say it openly, absolutely, you get the credit. Um, so there is, there are a few numbers in here. That all 14 members of the Free Thought Caucus kept their seats. So there's there's 14. Uh, there are 10 non-religious state senators. There are 45 non-religious state representatives. And then there are a lot of like local, you know, individuals who have uh, who been able to get a seat. And I'm curious if any of them are in Pennsylvania because Pennsylvania still does have a law that there is a religious requirement. So I, I want that to be, uh, you know, attacked by the uh, Freedom from Religion Foundation. Get mm. rid of that. Representative Brian Sims from Pennsylvania. He's there a state representative. Oh yeah, that that boy. He was the one that flipped out. Remember about the coronavirus. Oh, when the Republicans didn't tell yeah, the Democrats? Yeah. Huh. Oh, I see Brian Sims shit all the time now because I liked him on Facebook. So he's huh. putting out videos all the time. I had no idea he was gay when we first saw that. A, a huh. gay atheist yeah. Pennsylvania representative. I don't. Huh. Holy smokes. I didn't know that <laughs> he was gay until you just said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's got it's to be like Chester County or something. It's certainly yeah. not Pike County. Oh, hell no. <laughs> this, this Trump County, they might, they're trying to change the name. Uh-huh. Seriously? No, who the fuck knows? We got the Moonies up here, Karen. They're doing crazy shit all the time. (laughs) Also, uh, the Congressional Free Thought Caucus had had another member join, Representative Don Baer, who used to be the uh, lieutenant governor of Virginia. Now has uh, he's now a representative for the state or for you know one of the districts in the state. He joined the Free Thought Caucus, so uh, you know it's growing. Yeah, why don't we get Lieutenant Governor Stone Cold on that shit? <laughs> I sincerely hope he's not going to let us down at some point in the future, because he's being he's being held up as a, you know a paragon of virtue, and meh, seems like a nice dude. You're waiting for some bad news to come out. Sure, of I, I, yeah, I think you're going to. I the, my perception, you're going to be waiting a long time for that to happen. Um, I saw an email that he sent out that the state uh, the state assembly tried to make him to they tried to pass a law to force him to take the two flags down that he has hanging outside of his lieutenant governor window. He ah. has a flag for promoting uh, weed. legal weed, <laughs> and he has another, uh, an LGBTQ flag. And wow. uh, they, they tried to pass a law to force him to take it down, and he said, I will take those flags down whenever lead be- weed becomes legal, and all the rights of my LGBTQ friends are not impinged. <laughs> so I don't know. He seems to be the real deal. What sure. kind of law would cover that, out of curiosity? Well, this, well, they also tried to make him uh, wear a suit when he was on in the Capitol building. Oh, really? Yeah. They tried to put a dress code in, into, into the law. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would imagine that they were taking the route of you cannot use your office to promote, you know, your specific Causes. ideas or I don't know. But, mm. Right. That seems remarkably petty, but... Oh, my God. It's like inside the building, no less. No, it was hanging off of his balcony. Went at balcony. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. okay. He definitely hangs both of them off, off you know, publicly. So. Um, so other things that have happened in the election. Emily Murphy, the administrator of the uh, General Services Administration, finally said that the mm-hmm. uh, transition can move forward. I apparently okay. I lost the link on that. <laughs> Wait, right. can we back up before you do that? Oh, sure. Did Rudy Giuliani's face melt last <laughs> week? Did we already talk about that, or did that happen this week? No, it uh, happened after the show. That happened Wednesday, I think. Yeah. 
Holy shit. It happened shortly after the show. It was amazing. Yeah. Okay. I just, I just trying to get a timeline for it. It just moves so fast. Now. <laughs> right. Okay. Because Tuesday do- he was in court in, in Williamsport. I do have more stuff under uh, my Trump section on his, you know, fierce legal team. (laughs) Okay. But I did also want to mention, so uh, President-elect Biden has started picking uh, members of his cabinet, including John Kerry, uh, his climate czar. That is uh, unexpected, but I don't know. I guess that makes sense. I don't know John Kerry that well, so. I know he ran for president. Right. Yeah. He's actually been a big climate guy. John Kerry, as far as I know. I'm just glad it wasn't Gore. That would have been... Uh, <laughs> Member pick? <laughs> that would have been a, kind of hilarious. It but. would. <laughs> I would have loved it, but I would not like to see all the, you know, backlash from the right about having Gore in a position. Oh, their head with heads uh, would have exploded, yeah. I would love when their oh, heads explode. See, this is, <laughs> I'm see, done, what you guys, done with everybody on that side. <laughs> what I am seriously hoping for, and I know will never happen, but would be fucking great is, first of all, I love not paying attention to anything that Biden is doing as far as his cabinet. Mm. I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, we got some shit, we got some corporate people, we got some non-corporate people, it seems pretty standard, I will forget all your names. Instantly. And no no amount of time and not pay attention to what you're doing, but, and I hope he gets all these things, and then he goes, oh, I have one last appointment, my son, Hunter Biden, special (laughs) counsel to the president. And just be, and then just give the finger to everybody. <laughs> just fuck all you fucking Trumpsters. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Go. Hunter's gonna handle peace in the Middle East and uh, the climate crisis and the opioid. Oh no, crisis. he should be like final appointment ambassador to the Ukraine. Hunter Biden. Oh, <laughs> I would be the happiest I've ever been. Oh, I love twisting the knife. <laughs> Yeah, and be like, oh, shockingly, uh, Hunter Biden just started a clothing company, and China lifted all these, uh, put all these bans in, but uh, gave him copyright rights out there. It's amazing yep. what a coincidence that is. Good it luck. Is. <laughs> Good job on you, Hunter. <laughs> You're so smart. <laughs> Pull himself up by his bootstraps, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I did have an article from the uh, LA Times talking about Biden losing support from a bunch of the uh, Roman Catholics because he has become lax on his uh, abortion views. So there's apparently a lot of Catholics who are upset because Biden's not going to push the, uh, you know, absolute zero abortions in the country. And uh, the article is, is kind of going along the lines of, you know, how is this going to affect him? I don't think it's going to affect him whatsoever. Your church is fucking failing. It just needs to fail faster. Mm. Also, he already won. What the fuck you? Right. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't see any downside to any of those things. One, I'm with Ray. Two, he, I'm with Jared. He's already won. Three, the dude's like 107 years old. He's not going to be a two-termer. Just leave him alone. Yeah, it'll be great because you won't be giving a shit about that at all right. and be like, well, whatever, man. You want an abortion, have an abortion. If you don't, you don't. I don't give a shit. <laughs> well, it's who's going to have to worry about all the things that he says. The thing that they ha- they think they have on him is they, um, the news reports suggest that bishops may want to deny him uh, access to the sacrament of Holy Communion, So, which, which they did to John Kerry. It turns really? out, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that is the the um, the thing that they have on. They think that they have on Biden. They think they can twist the knife on him and get him to do what they want by preventing him from taking Holy Communion. Wow. They're just people are 
ethically questionable. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what God would have wanted. Mm. And in the article, it talks about a comparison between Trump and Biden and the fact that, well, at least Trump was against abortion. And in the article, it says to pretend that there is any anything approaching moral equivalency between Joe Biden and Donald Trump, let alone decide the matter in Trump's favor, represents an appalling failure to exercise ethical judgment. Yeah, that is correct. And I would say that probably Biden personally is against abortion, but he understands that he cannot enforce the rules that he lives by on other people. That's the big difference between him and other people and all you fucking Catholics. Also, if you if you if you're under the impression that Donald Trump hasn't paid for yeah. a single abortion, let alone several. Yeah. And like I, thought- I can probably take a guess that Joe Biden has never paid for anybody to have an abortion. No. Maybe once. But <laughs> seems only uh, I would say only because somebody's life was in danger. That is where he would go. Mm. I thought about it a while ago. We should have a pool as to how many how many abortions do you think Trump has funded? We can't get a right answer though is the problem. <laughs> so we don't yeah. know who's right. <laughs> right. But I'm guessing the number is probably around ten. I was going to go with th- a baker's dozen. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say I'm not sure. That it can easily be counted on two hands, but if it's less than that, I also won't be too shocked. Mm. It's a pretty. It's, I, I'll give it a range anywhere from six to fifteen. Oh, yeah. I'm more. I'm more in the five to ten area. Mm. Mm. Only because I bet you a lot of people probably wanted to, like, might have secretly had the baby. <laughs> well, they'd be coming out of the woodwork though at this point. No, I'm well, fairly maybe, sure that he maybe, is. Maybe, is, maybe is, they signed is, NDAs. <laughs> well, sure. You have signed an NDA that you're not my child. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's possible. <laughs> uh, the last yeah. thing that I have on on Biden, well, maybe, at least I think it is, uh, there's an article on the religion in public dot blog. Um, it talks about the fact that, well, it, it claims that it's very likely that the nuns, people who don't have any religion, was the reason that Biden was elected president president um and i don't think that that is really that far in question because the trump had had the evangelicals on their on his side for so so much of this that it's very much likely that most of the non-religious people voted for uh for biden and or more importantly voted against trump yeah i mean the the non-cult members and the non-evangelicals yeah are not going to vote for that crazy nonsense they're going to vote against it not surprising so moving on to Trump and his cronies, Max Boot, who I've talked about before, he's a regular on uh, CNN. He has an article on the Washington Post, which again, apparently I missed the link. I'll have to look for that. Um, on the Washington Post, he wrote, Trump's attempt to overturn the election would be the last gasp of a pathetic presidency in its dying days, but also might represent only a middle chapter in the Republican Party's transformation into a new authoritarian party. So that's that's kind of the, the question on, on everybody's mind at this point is, what is Trump going to do after he is not in office? Is he going to continue to try to, well, what he's been, been doing, what he's been promoting, and try to control the Republican Party moving forward? If it makes him money in any way. Exactly. Yeah. The, the, you have to look at his prime motivators. Does it make him money? Does it feed his ego? Well, it'll definitely feed his ego. There's no doubt about that. Right. But, right. The money thing is important. But yeah, he doesn't have any sort of like ideology. No. 
So Ray and I were actually talking about it a little bit today on our walk. Do you think he's going to support the two um, uh, Senate candidates in Georgia? Is he going to get down there and stump for them and make phone calls and do all that crazy shit that he's supposed to do? I am hoping he has already damaged them sufficiently. (laughs) (laughs) Like, my real hope is that, uh, how's that pronounced? Lafalier? Lafer? Lafler? Yes. Hopefully she dies of COVID. That's what I'm rooting for at the moment. Doesn't she have the COVID? I believe she does, yes. Or at least she was okay. exposed and she's quarantining. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's my big hope. But my hope is that with all these post-election and during-election and pre-election shenanigans, that people are so fearful of continued Republican interference with voting that the numbers will be even higher for the Senate runoffs in Georgia than they were for the presidential election. Look at you or all hopeful. so. <laughs> happens sometimes <laughs> i feel like a lot of this depends on how mitch mcconnell handles trump and so far he's been handling him with the kids gloves as far as like saying like homeboy you lost get the fuck out of here mm. although a lot of other people have and they you know they say this is because of that but like again is trump g- going down there gonna help them at all probably not because most times we see when he goes and tries to help somebody he fucking ruins it for him yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't but, even be here in Georgia, you know, that right. sort of shit. But, but if he talks shit about them, that would help hurt them. Yes, so because- I feel like, yeah, I feel like going down doesn't help. It doesn't make a difference. But talking shit does. And they can't trust him to do the right thing, so they're not even going to ask him. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, he's not going to do it on his own. Because again, if he, if the, by the time that this, that they would actually start doing this, which I'm surprised he hasn't already- Motherfucker's been golfing like crazy. Oh, yeah. And if Trump has already accepted that he's losing, then what difference does it make to him? Right. Does it feed his ego? Does it make him money? And I don't think it does either of those things to go to Georgia to help those people. Not even to tweet about him. Doesn't do anything for him. Well, politically, financially, it may not unless McConnell says, look, we'll funnel money to you in way X, Y, or Z in order, you know, as long as you continue to support this. And my well, real fear how- with Trump not getting out of the political scene is the he has turned the Republican Party toward, like like I read in that article, toward an authoritarian view. And the next group of authoritarian people who come, you know, who try to get in the presidency, they're not going to right. be as incompet- incompetent as uh, Trump was. That, right. That's my big fear. Mm. Yeah. Sure. Now, my big hope would be that out of this a viable, realistic third party emerges of Hmm. like the boring centrist Democrats and the left behind Republicans and they they form a some sort of (laughs) yeah, some sort of middle of the road party and then the Democrats can continue to creep more towards uh, progressive left leaning ideals and the Republicans party formerly known as the Republicans can turn into authoritarian monsters fully. Hmm. They run Richard Spencer that year. Hmm. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I mean, three parties is is tricky, but I, I, that's where we fundamentally are as a country, though. Most people would go right. to the middle party. Yeah, I like that party. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think we're more like four. <laughs> I swear to you. I think there's the far – well, when I say the far crazy right, that's like 90% of voting Republicans. Yeah. You know, voter for Trump. You have the old Republicans, the Mitt Romneys, right? Yeah. Then you got the probably would be a Republican now, like the Bidens and the Pelosi's. 
and the Diane Feinsteins, a Democrat party, and then you got the far left of AOC and the squad and me and the rest of the fucking country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's the problem. If you do a third party, do you bleed off more Democrats or more Republicans to the middle party? You know, it's so hard to say because the Re- Democrats have never put up a crazy person, our equivalent of crazy, like Trump. Well, I wouldn't say I mean, Bernie is your standard cookie cutter politician, but I agree he's not crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, okay, but like that version of like, holy shit, this is some extreme stuff. Sure. You know, that we like, you know, like we've never done that. You know, so it's hard to say how people would react. You know, yeah. I mean Well, I wouldn't say that the Republicans did it on purpose. No. <laughs> they fought it quite no, a they bit. Didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they 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 concocted this monster and then we're like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, the, yeah, the Republican Party has been going down this direction for quite some time. It Trump just took it to he took a giant leap in the direction that they were already headed. Well, they 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 built this car, mm. you know, for years and years in Fox News and bullshit and Breitbart, yep. and he then just, Trump's like, "Oh, I'm taking this car for a ride." And he floored it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say. If Bernie Sanders was the nominee, do you think that the outcome would have been the same? I I don't know. Uh, mm. no. You think Trump? You think Trump would have won? Uh, yes, hundred percent. Yes. Mm. Mm. Because when I've been think, pondering, who, you know, when Karen mentioned about the who would it siphon off more to this non-existent centrist party, it would definitely the Democrats. The Democrats are like 75% cowards and 25% progressive. Mm. See, I don't know if you're, ca- if you're counting in corporate Democrats in that, though. I'm not, you know, I should not be? Or, no, I don't, or I, don't, I, I don't think you are. Who would be scared to vote for Bernie Sanders? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh. Uh, they're, they're in the 75% cowards. Oh, okay. There's only 25% of people who consider themselves Democrats that I would actually think are progressive, you know, left-leaning for the people who are want to affect change. Mm-hmm. Most of the Democratic Party wants to go back to what we were talking about earlier. I want to immediately forget who his cabinet is. I want to not rock the boat. I want to just go back to being numb. Well, listen, I can guarantee you this, at least for my part. I can only speak for myself. Because I'm still not positive. <laughs> the day that Joe Biden gets fucking sworn in and it's official, he's president, and I don't have to worry about Trump because I'm still keeping a watch on the tower. Oh yeah, to make sure this doesn't happen. <laughs> that I will start to dismantle everything he's been doing and and look and be able to criticize him. <laughs> you know, uh, but right now I'm not ready to do that. You know, it's funny though. Um, Ray, do you still listen to Sam Harris? Uh now and then, not as often. He put out. Um, I hadn't listened in a while either, and he put out a quick eight-minute podcast the other couple weeks ago, and it was him talking about what is the appeal of Trump to these people, and it was really interesting what he said, and I hadn't thought about it this way, but it made perfect sense. So the thing about Trump and how the, how these people manage to overlook his obvious flaws, mm-hmm. like he's not even a good con man. He's a shitty con man. Is the way Sam put it. And it's right. Because to any rational person, the moment he opens his mouth, you're like, God, this guy's so full of shit. Yeah. But when Trump makes these boasts and lies about himself, he's never saying to his supporters that he is better than them. He may say that he's a genius, but he's not saying that you aren't either. And the juxtaposition to that is the far left liberals who are so holier than thou right and are like 
not only do you have to pay for the sins of being white, you got to pay for the sins of your fathers. Mm. And that is like, there's never a compromise. There's no, it's all shitting on white males <laughs> for the <laughs> most part. Well, that and, and the fact that you have to be, you have all the political correctness, you have to watch what you say and who you say it to, and the, the you know, the, the, the whole liberal elite, you're not part of that. Right, and it's not so much that, and again, I'm not saying that there's exceptions to every rule, and there are straight up just fucking people who are racist and like, oh, this is awesome, I could be racist. But there's other people who are probably sitting there going like, well, I'm not good enough? Like, I don't do anything? Like, why are you shitting on me? You know, or you can't, I can't pass this purity test that you're laying down for me. Right. Um. So they go to Trump. Huh. And it's true because there are some far left people that I'm like, would you shut the fuck up? Like people Wait. who might get on my ass about saying retard. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> it's funny because I can't even, I don't even understand that. I don't even, I don't even understand how that could be a rational view of that because i mean the whole point of the the far left and progressives is to take care of everybody is to make sure that people are uplifted and make sure that people are equal and cared for i i can't wrap my head around that and maybe just because i'm not a white dude i don't know no it's 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 more like how do i explain you're just sitting there and i'm talking from a like a midwest normal person that doesn't necessarily have to be white but Hmm. i mean listen it helps yeah (laughs) And you're sitting there and you suddenly someone comes on the news and be like, all you white motherfuckers who wore a headdress for Halloween, you're just the worst of the worst. The worst person to ever walk the earth. No, that's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. You know, and it's like, wait, what? You know, I just dressed up. You know, I'm not talking about the people who dress up like as Boston bombing victims. Like those people need to be fucking slapped around, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And again, but see, so, but to me, I'm just like. Whatever, I don't care. If I, you know, I, I don't have a burning need to dress up like a fucking Native American or a fake Native American. But someone out there is like, wait a minute, you're telling me I'm a bad person? Now you may be in some aspect, but you got someone telling them they're a bad person all the time. And Trump never tells you you're bad. Hmm. He never judges you. I'm well, curious if at any, <laughs> I'm, I'm curious if at any point if Trump has read or i don't know learned something from cult leaders because that is something that a cult leader would do um and uh, leading into this article that i have from religionnews.com about trump is not a political leader he is a religious leader Mm. He, he does so many things just like a cult leader in that he doesn't he did exactly what you were saying he he tells the people what they want to hear and that it's the outsider's fault that things didn't go your way it's not your fault and um i think using that that misunderstanding that you know the liberal elite are telling you what you should and shouldn't do and this maybe something you did in the past was was wrong there's a lot of judging on the liberal side yes there absolutely a lot of is. judging and there is zero judging of, you, of your, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's judging in other ways, like, you know, gay marriage and stuff. All right. So, to, to, you know, my high school has decided that the being the Union of Indians is no longer appropriate. They decided that um, they didn't want to do that anymore. They were going to change it to something less evocative, something less likely to piss people off. Not that they had anything. They didn't have an Indian mascot. They didn't. The only thing they had was some feathers. But um, they decided, all right, that's it. We're done. We're not going to do this anymore. We're going to be something else. And they haven't decided what they're going to be. But do you think that there were people that were 
you know, played football back in the day and they were the Union Indian football players. They're no longer going to be that. And they're being told that they're wrong and they're pissed off about it. And we're losing people because we're doing shit like that. Yes. Okay. Not so much that we're losing people, that those people would gravitate towards somebody like Trump. Sure. We're, we're losing people from the from the Democratic Party, from the liberal side, because we make them feel bad, because they want to be, they still want to be the Unionville Indians. Hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, th- that speaks to another aspect of those people that I, that I can't understand, is the not willingness to change mm. over dumb shit, all right? You know, like, it, a change where somebody told me, like, hey, man, you're only allowed to use the internet every other day now, I'd be like, whoa, whoa hold on a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but- and I said this to somebody at the office the other day. I'm like, you're dealing with people who threw a fit over when we told them, may- maybe, maybe we shouldn't use plastic straws anymore. <laughs> and it just became a humongous thing and a joke. Mm. On the t- Oh, these liberals don't want us to use plastic. Look at me with all my plastic. Like, how are you throwing a fit over that? So, yeah, that same person been like, well, I played as an Indian my whole life. What, what am I supposed to say when I come on this one and be like, hey, you know, I was on the team in 1973 and we won the championship. I was in the Unionville, whatever the fuck they're called now. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> making them feel bad, making them feel guilty, making them feel like they got to change. Right. <sighs> and then you got someone on the other side going, hey, you're right to feel that way. You should keep the name. Right. Hmm. Don't change the name of that fucking army base. Who the fuck cares what the name of it is? Huh. Because it it, it is... It should be painless to change. It should be the right thing to do. It should be okay to change from the Indians because we can do better. I don't understand. But people take it personally. Holding to these traditions that that doesn't make any sense to me. Mm. That it doesn't affect you in in your daily life at all. It's a fucking plastic straw. (laughs) What is the goddamn difference? You know, or it's a name of it's a name of a. I mean, again, I. People throwing a fit over the Redskins, changing their name. Mm. Hey, Ian, now you can jump in. <laughs> oh, no, I'm good. You're, you're, I don't have anything I – don't, I don't have a counterweight. You're not wrong. Mm. The, the, the conservative culture, you know, in addition to these other things, it, it appeals to the lazy. Like you were saying, like with, with some of the, you know, more – I don't want to say extreme liberalism, but, you know, at times it's exhausting. It is exhausting to be told – that everything you do is bad. You're completely wrong. You have to do so many different things to appease all people at all times. Otherwise, you're a monster. Mm. That gets daunting after a while. Like today, I had to take time out of my day to hate John Cleese because he isn't sensitive enough to trans people, which is fine. I hate John Cleese now. Hey, <laughs> tell everything he's done. What did he do? <laughs> Monty Python. Uh, he was one of the original Monty Python members. No, no, no. I mean, what did he do to warrant this hatred? Now, he- oh, he he is he is <laughs> he has spoken out in support of J.K. Rowling's hatred of trans people. Oh, okay. Well, now I'm kind of on board with that. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, really? God damn. Yeah. God. He damn said it. it. He said he said that he really doesn't uh, care too much about trans people. He hopes that he hopes that they are treated kindly and fairly, but he's got more important things to worry about. I feel like you could have put that way more nicely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but he didn't. He didn't. Yeah. But he did. He went, here's my list of priorities. Here's where you trannies fall. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Damn. Now, yeah. I, I think that there is a certain amount of old people who as you get older in life, you become less flexible in your thought processes. You become less 
flexible in what you'll eat and where you'll go and what you know gas you'll buy and what browser you use everything becomes less flexible as you age so old people yeah they're going to have a harder time adjusting to the new reality of american of society well not just american society 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 in general doesn't mean you have to give them a buy <laughs> you keep nudging but, them I, but again these are things that don't really affect them though yeah so why did that why did they not go all right fine and I move on because they're inflexible because they're old. <laughs> well, again, I, yeah, I, but it's not just old people. It's I, no agreed, but it is a it is predominantly old people, or you know, old people are less flexible. Let's just go there. I'm going to do some ageism. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I like, but there must be some other. There must be some psychological term or paper on this mm-hmm. of people not willing to give up dumbass traditions. Yeah. Did you see how many people gathered at that Hasidic wedding? Yeah. Mm. With their crazy circle hats? That's uh, clinging to tradition. Yeah. Risking your life because this is the way we've always done it, and this is the way we have to keep doing it. Well, look at people um, still getting together for Thanksgiving. Every year we get together for Thanksgiving. We're not going to change our tradition just because Nana might die. Right. That's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. Take, uh, you know, take Atlas's uh, advice and just, uh, you know, enjoy your last Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, when I when, a perfect analogy for this is when I used to work at Action Park and you used to work at Action Park. I worked at Action Park two years in a row. Ooh. That's amazing. I had no idea. I thought that place was like a death trap. It was. <laughs> Did you see anybody die? I didn't see anybody die, but I could. I saw tons of injuries. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, next year I'm going to get some stories after some tequila. I never told you any of my action park stories. Holy shit. But anyway. No, you'll have to say, yeah. I would say, so for most of the rides that I, that I ran, uh, it was recommended that people take off their jewelry. Like necklaces and shit, because usually they go flying. Sure, sure. Get ripped off, right? And it's I, Jersey. You got to take that kind of yeah. <laughs> kind of care. And uh, I, I would say, say one out of every ten Italian guy from New York, when <laughs> I would say, "Hey man, you should take off that necklace," would go, "Hey man, fuck you! I ain't never taken this fucking cross off of my life. You know what I'm saying? Like my fucking mother gave me this <laughs> when I was fucking ten years old, and you think I'm gonna fucking take?" And I'm like. Dude, right. I, understand, I understand you got a great tradition with this cross. It's going to fucking rip right off your neck when you go down this slide, and you're never going to see it again. Fuck you, motherfucker. And then you know what? I would get on the radio and go, SMS, I'm going down with a bunch of gold chains on. Check the pool when you're done. We're going Because we would go to the pawn shop after we'd done, because we'd pick up all the fucking jewelry out of the pool. <laughs> and sure as shit, I'd see that guy poking around. Oh, fuck. Is it worth it? For your mm. dumbass tradition, just hold it in your hand. God doesn't care. <laughs> Have fun on the slide, <laughs> or don't go down the slide. If it's that important, go walk get back down the ladder again. You'll be fine. <laughs> no way. Every part of that story warmed my heart. <laughs> uh, Jeff, hey Jeff, fuck you. Because what was I supposed to do? Go gather the shit up and then walk around the park? <laughs> Is this your gold cross? They all got gold cross, Jeff. <laughs> Gotta make up for minimum wage somehow. Put it, put it. Seriously, it was action park. I'm surprised that wasn't in the training manual. <laughs> Do you know how? Can you dive in the pool underwater with your eyes open? It's really important. <laughs> <laughs> I pay for that beer somehow. No. 
I have no sure. idea how I'm going to get us back onto the Trump thing, except I'm just going to do a hard cut, I think. So, speaking of stealing everybody's riches, <laughs> yeah, Trump, nice. there you go. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. It's not like we ripped them off their necks <laughs> or went into their lockers and stole their shit. They were laying in the pool. <laughs> and they were warned. You can't do much else. Yeah. No? All right. Back to Trump and stealing <laughs> stealing things from people. I don't know. Uh, so we talked about, we mentioned that Trump is, uh, you know, it's kind of, it's like a cult. And we talked last week about um, Paula White and her stupid craziness Gross. in talking in tongues and everything else that she did. Well, apparently she is now calling on her Christians to claim dominion over the world because it would be illegal for God to do it on his own, which, wrap your Wait, head what? around that sentence. <laughs> uh, you gotta run that one back at least one more time. <laughs> it would be illegal for God to take over on his own, so he needs his people to do it for him. Wow. So that's why you need to claim dominion over the country and over the world. So there, that video of her and the whole speaking tongues thing went completely viral. And they, they ended up taking it down and then putting another video up. And the other video is not as batshit crazy, but it is entirely the dominionism Christian propaganda bullshit. And yeah, this is Trump's spiritual advisor. Wow, that's awesome. Now, d dominionism, though, I mean, that is based on what just a couple of passages in the Bible that say that man has dominion over the, the, the earth, the land. I forget what the terminology is. So they have taken that to mean that Christians can claim dominion over everything. So and that's then, what she's yeah, advocating. But, yep. And How that's that. I can't believe it's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Is this is it by illegal? Does, is, does it mean like whatever you bound on whatever you bind on earth, you will bind in heaven? Mm. Like that that kind of illegal? Like or does she mean like a, like a Matthew sixteen illegal? Or is like it, there's a rule on the book somewhere that God can't claim <laughs> dominion over? <laughs> I'm pretty sure if he actually showed up, hovering in the air, <laughs> people would go, oh crap all right fine <laughs> apparently not apparently they would they would slap some cuffs on him and be like sorry that's that's 12 to 15 buddy <laughs> but what is what does this mean though wait which part claiming sharia law but christian so okay so it doesn't mean that like they can just come and like claim my house <laughs> that's it no, no, no but that christians claim dominion over the country meaning they would take it over and enforce what they believe the Bible says, and I'm sure. Right, there, she's talk. She's talking Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. She said, "Let's get that cracking." And don't let the fact that the, none of the different Christian sects can agree on which <laughs> rules and which laws are are going to be in place, but it all just needs to, you know, just be Christian, which was, again, a term derived in the 50s because they wanted to secure political power and. The Baptists couldn't get it, and the Protestants couldn't get it, and the Catholics couldn't get all the power, so they just went with Christian. Oh, now we've got enough people that we can claim all the power in the world. Right, except that the, think about the difference between a Catholic and a, you know, a Southern Baptist and a Mormon. Well, I don't know about Mormons count, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, they're kind of Christian. Eh, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, th think of the different sects of Christianity and how violently different they are from each other. Yeah, I mean, for them, it's it's super dramatic. Yeah. For me, I'm like, how are you guys not the same thing? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I can't figure out how this Lotham's cunt is not in jail. Like, I feel like she's running such a high-end scam. Mm. But she's delivering on what she's promising, which is nothing. She promises but, you nothing and takes your God to fulfill that promise. <laughs> takes like your money. If tomorrow, if tomorrow I went out into the streets of Milford and set up a table with a cardboard box with a slit in it, and I said, hey, keep shoving money into this box, and you'll get more money eventually one day. And uh, if, if it's not working, you're not putting enough money in. Also, I get to keep the money. Would I not get arrested within the hour? <laughs> well, you need. I don't think so. No. And I'm not sure, oh. but I don't think have so. You, you need to establish a to, church. Have you filed to become a, a pastor? Because if you're a pastor of a church, then that's just donating to a religious organization, so. Oh, okay. And you don't even have to so, de- yeah. declare taxes on that, so. And if you talk to. Um, um, what, oh, crap. Sorry, uh, I don't even night- know how to help. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to set up a church. The Sunday night HBO. Bill Maher? No, that's Friday. John Oliver? Oh, the other guy, John Oliver. John Oliver. Thank you. Jesus. <laughs> John Oliver cr- set up a church to do just that and collected tens of thousands of dollars and gave it all to charity. It yeah, is wasn't easy it the, to set the up a eter- church. The Eternal Church of Prosperity or something like something that? Something like that, yeah. T- talking specifically about prosperity gospel people. So, yeah, you can do it. It's easy. Hmm. So I could do the Church of the Eternal Cardboard Box? <laughs> yeah, good. Yes. Yeah. Talk to your crazy. I would, I would drive down and give you some money for that. Yeah. See, it already worked. <laughs> yeah, I got talk to your crazy sucker. moony neighbors. <laughs> I, I'm generally impressed. Don't talk to them. They have rods of iron, and they will rod of iron you down in the <laughs> right. streets. I don't know if you saw Ian, but they were in full force this week. Were they? Oh my god, they took over the whole town almost. Oh my. Jeff has well, the name of your church. It's the Church of the Golden Cross of Action Park. There you go. <laughs> Because you're going to die like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Once again, I'm going to get back onto Trump. Um, yep. A couple of appointments, and one of them really kind of hit home a little bit because we have to deal with NIST, N-I-S-T, it's a government organization, the National Institute of Standards and Technology. Um, we have to deal with them with, with work because um, if you get a grant from the government, you have to follow NIST policy. You have to follow the rules that have been set up. So a new person has been appointed, Jason Richwine. And that's right. His name is Richwine. Hmm. Um, Appointed by the current president? He was appointed by Wilbur Ross. Yes, good enough. (laughs) I know where this is going and I'm so happy because I don't know where it's going. But if Richwine is anybody other than someone who owns a tech company that has sued this thing that they're putting him in charge of, I will be stupefied. Well, I don't know if that's the case, but we'll get into it a little bit. So he was appointed <laughs> Deputy Undersecretary of Commerce for the Standards and Technology on November 9th. So this is after the election. Uh, he was minutes. put in. <laughs> the other thing that Ross did was he signed an administrative order. That caused a whole lot of anxiety among the scientists over at NIST because this executive order designates the department undersecretary as the successor to the director should the director be fired or leave. So what this means is they established their own guy, their own pick. He's he's the undersecretary. He's the undersecretary. And then they made. But said, if your boss gets fired. Right. (laughs) He'll be in charge. You're automatically the so boss. So I wonder what's going to happen next. <sighs> now, this guy that they put in uh, Richwine has no credible reason to be there. He has no experience. He has no... Uh, well, that's a given, all the, everything right. you're saying. <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, uh, let me see if I can find the, the other information about that. He is a policy analyst who was involved with a think tank for writing that Mexican and other Latino immigrants have lower IQs than white people. Jeff so graciously posted a quote from him that says, The average IQ of immigrants to the United States is substantially lower than that of the white native population, and the difference is likely to persist over several generations. Fuck you, Jason Richwine. <laughs> no way. That works on so many levels. <laughs> like, not only is it, like, it starts off hateful, mm. and then to pepper in white native population? Mm, oh, yeah. oh, oh, I could feel that one in my guts. <laughs> That is crazy. Yep. So mm. he has no qualifications to be in the job. He is. That's, that's the one qualification Trump always wants. Right. Yeah. He, is, <laughs> he is very racist, and they changed the rules so that if his boss is fired for some reason, he's now in charge. Change the line of succession to make sure that he is in charge when he quits. <laughs> yep. Okay, but they can't, can't you just fire him? Yeah. Okay. It depends. I mean, you've got to give it a week or so, you know. But it depends. If he's a civil servant, it makes it harder. True. Oh, no. They fixed that. Oh, right. They did fix that. They just fixed that. <laughs> right. So that Trump could fire everybody before he leaves. But that should carry over to when Biden becomes president. He should fire. Which one? He should be like, can I get a show of hands of anybody who was appointed by Trump <laughs> or someone who Trump appointed? Good. You're all fired. Yeah. Next. <laughs> nope. Don't pack up. No severance check. Just get out. I've got to start yeah. over. Yeah. yeah, I don't even need to We've find got to a start replacement from scratch. And they, it's like you need to find a replacement right away because you were already fucking the job up and probably yeah. dismantling it from the inside. So you leaving is a, is a plus. Yeah, that is a step in the right direction. Right. It, it amuses me that um, people are complaining because uh, Biden's team does not have access to the plans that, of the, the Trump team put together. I think there are no plans. There's nothing to talk about. <laughs> That's why he can't get access. Right. They don't want to see that those stacks of paper that he holds up are just blank, blank sheets of paper. I found it amusing what? on CNN. I heard somebody saying, we well, yeah, have Biden's team, the, the coronavirus team really wants mm -hmm. to get their hands on what the Trump coronavirus plan is. But when they were asked, all the Trump team said was, well, here's our website. And that's no kind of answer. No, no, no. That's their that, entire that's plan. Like, right. it's just what they put on the website. If you expected more, you don't know who you're dealing with. Yeah. It is, like, amazing, really, to think when you, like, when you kind of step away from it and try to look at it from the outside that, like, COVID is running rampant again in this country, like, higher numbers than we had back in March. Yeah. And the guy who's in charge of the country is golfing every weekend. Yeah. Like, not, like, tweeting, retweeting fucking randy quaid <laughs> at four o'clock in the morning that was yeah. just so brilliant <laughs> yeah like what i mean like again it's it's for us like we live it every day mm. you're just like yeah whatever but like on the outside you'd be like really the leader of your country is just golfing and not giving a fuck huh yeah <laughs> well think about the, the real the real actual implications of this though and that's that all right so the three companies have come up with vaccines now how are they going to get to the entirety of the United States? It's a huge country. Trump's answer so far has been, I've got a general working on it. General. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? Does that mean just, you know, some C-40 is going to dive into into North Dakota and say, here's your vaccines. And the people in North Dakota are going to go, 
fuck, now what do we do? This thing is good for five days. I need to get it in somebody's arm in five days. This one over here, I need to keep it negative 70 degrees. It's already at negative 50. It's gone. There's nothing I can and do well, with that. The third well, one, don't I don't know. know about. <laughs> what you don't know is that the general working on it is that little cartoon guy from the insurance commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's got Shaq to help him. He's good then. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I? You know what I learned. Speaking of insanity like that, uh, I saw a special on uh, Indian reservations because they're having a major issue mm. with doing remote learning. And the reason they're having major issues with it is because some of them don't have electricity, right, or running water. Mm. And I was like, for real? In 2020, there's people on reservations who live in trailers. With no electricity, they have a little some like if you, one of them really splurges or maybe won a lot of money off of a scratcher has like a little solar panel, you know, and a generator, they, yeah, yeah, that they can plug a couple things into unless it's overcast. It's a lot closer than that. Those people in Appalachia that currently don't have running water and electricity. Yeah, but today. I feel like those people chose to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they did. See, I feel if you're a dummy like me, I feel like it's the opposite. Hmm. If you're ignorant like me. You you just assumed that they didn't have power on reservations because they wanted to stay in touch with their roots and they are intentionally living, you know, off the grid. Not like we can't muster up, a, you know, enough power and Internet to give them some as well. <laughs> like, that's terrifying to me. That 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 feels awful. Mm. That feels awful that I know that now. That feels awful that I didn't understand that until right now. Oh, and it feels even more awful that there I can't be the only one. I can't be the only person who hears the phrase Indian reservation and pictures people living in teepees. Yeah. I I don't know because that's never occurred to me, but <laughs> Oh yeah. If you don't if again, if you don't travel, if you don't get out right. and you you know, you go somewhere for the first time and you're you're stunned like when you go on vacation to Jamaica that people don't live on huts in the beach. <laughs> like that's that's not as uncommon and ridiculous as it sounds. Mm. Seventy million people voted right. for Trump. Good point. And some of them live in Appalachia because that's that's <laughs> what they chose to do. They want to be off-grid. Right. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with reservations because they don't have to live on them, right? I, I, I would, again, No, they don't have to. No. Did I, why did, why did I, they choose did to? Did I just not let you know where I was on this? <laughs> no, I'm asking everybody, not just you. <laughs> Their what? tribe owns the land so they don't have to pay rent necessarily. Right. Oh, so you can that, go there sounds... and get a free house. Bro. Not a free house. Free land. Free land, yes. Oh, But well, that doesn't come with plumbing, and it doesn't come with electricity, and it doesn't come with a house. <laughs> and then, <what? laughs> I'm so confused. I'll have to look this up, you know. Well, remember, though, that the reservation land, the, uh, you know, the, the, the white people that came into this country pushed the Indians into the most undesirable land we pushed them consistently and repeatedly off of the viable land into the into the just the, the places where you can't grow crops and there are no minerals to to mine it is in places where there is no sustainable method of maintaining yourself how did we get and down I, this path <laughs> i don't know Trump? we tangented quite far there um we did. what the hell was the last story we talked let's about let's just put it down to systemic racism in an, in a, just another place <laughs> yeah so the, the reason I brought it up, I had another appointment to talk about. Uh, Darren, mm. Darren Beatty is another one. He was a White House speechwriter. He didn't last very long. He was fired in 2018 
when he spoke at a white nationalist conference. Well, he, it was revealed that he mm. spoke a, at a white nationalist conference and uh, Trump, you know, had to fire him because it became this big deal. Well, he has been reappointed. Uh, they made him part of the Commission for the Preservation of America's Heritage Abroad. Wow. <laughs> I don't know exactly what those people do, but it sounds like we're, you know, pushing our moral beliefs onto other people. That's what it sounds like, but... Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. So He's the guy who makes me say Latinx. <laughs> obviously, these are the people who need a more, you know, white nationalist people in their group. Uh <laughs> We just we just decided that from the last guy, that's the only qualification to get a job from Trump. Are you a right. racist? Mm. Yes, you're yeah. in. Will you give me? Will you funnel money into my pocket? You're in. There's a couple ways in. It's just odd that these are the final things that the Trump administration is doing in their last, you know, several weeks. I wouldn't say the Trump administration. I'd go with Steve Miller. Oh, that is, yeah, that is definitely a Steve Miller move. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing that he that he lasted, Stephen Miller, huh? Yeah. I, I don't know how. <laughs> well, who did he marry? Um, Somebody who worked on, on Pence's team, didn't she? Yeah, it was Pence's press secretary or something. That sounds I, right. I do not recall. <laughs> it's more about his ability to talk his way out of anything, I think. Yeah, I remember he just needs to keep Trump happy, and somehow he's done that. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. So meanwhile, we have uh, Trump's... What was the, the phrase that they used? His crack legal team, <laughs> who was going to uh, overturn the election results. Representative Bill Pascrell has filed a complaint calling for the disbarment of Rudy Giuliani for fraud and deceit. So I'm very curious where that's going to go. <laughs> I love that image. <laughs> the picture that goes along with the story is fantastic. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm very curious where that's going to go because he he's lied to a judge this last week he's completely inept at anything in the courtroom like he's next to being laughed out of every courtroom he has tried to present anything in the last one here in pennsylvania was a 38 or sorry 37 page complete dismissal of everything that that they brought in which was no evidence only innuendo and basically name calling like that's all they they had Right. There are lots of, of um, incompetent lawyers out there, though. Sure. And he's just one. But you know. Trump managed to get them all on one team. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> True. He got Rudy. He got Carol Baskin, the lawyer, who mm -hmm. she's out now. Yeah. That guy who got banned from Fox News for being uh, anti-Semitic. Yeah. And then his wife. And then uh, what's her name? Jenna Ellis, who... Uh, they have her on repeatedly on tape talking about what an asshole Trump was in 2016, um, <laughs> but throw enough money in her direction and she will claim that he won by a landslide. Crack team. Crack fucking team. Yeah. yeah. I think he should at least get a censure. But, I mean, disbarred? Eh, who knows? There, yeah. He's well, it really clearly, depends. Because he's, not a, he's not practicing. But he, he just, he, they just ran out of lawyers to speak in Williamsport, so he had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> like what Jeff said, fuck it, bring out the guillotine. <laughs> I'm more curious, like, what is it going to take for for Rudy Giuliani to do to have Trump be like, dude, I cannot be associated with your dumb ass anymore. Well, you're saying like, that I, Rudy's not doing it on Trump's insistence. No, but I'm just talking, I, listen, I'm talking about the the getting caught in a fucking Borat movie. Mm-hmm. 
the the Four Seasons thing. The shit running down his face. I, like, at one point, we're like, I can't put you out in public anymore. You're a fucking goon. Oh, the, the hair dye running down his face is probably the most likely because it made him look foolish. Right. The Borat thing, well, that's, that's, that's Sasha Baron Cohen's fault. The right. uh, Everything else, it's somebody else's fault. But you looked bad on camera. You Your hair oh. dye was melting in, on camera. That's an unforgivable sin in Trump's book, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That- no way. That happened to Stephen Miller a year ago, and he's fine. But it didn't <laughs> run down his face, Ian. Right. He- no, but the spray on hair was pretty dramatic. But you're right. This was like when... Uh, when Zorg was getting a phone call from Mr. Shadow and Black Icker started just running down his face. <laughs> <laughs> just, that is a... Yeah, that was a, that was some Fifth Element stuff right cut. there. It was great. <laughs> Without throwing in the Fifth Element, man. Right. That's why I had to pepper it in there. I was like, wait, I'm too far into a movie that only I like. <laughs> I got the reference. Oh, good. <laughs> I mean, but after any of these instances, there can't be Trump sitting in the Oval Office going... Yeah, Rudy knocked that one out of the park again. No, <laughs> no, I feel like he's like, well, every king needs a fool. <laughs> <laughs> he's a useful fool until he's no longer useful, and then he'll throw him under a bus. Yeah. But, but is I, he useful? That's the question. Is the money still rolling into the, you know, help us save the election fund? Because that's of what course. this is really about. These people don't think Trump lost. Right. So if the money's still rolling in. Hashtag stop the steal. Yeah. yeah. If the money's still rolling in, that's all that matters. Yeah. It's to pay down his debt. What is it? If you if you give less than $8,000, um, your money won't actually be used to support these um, these lawsuits. It'll be used to pay down the debt. Right. Which means and, go straight into his pocket. Right. Yes. So I we have to touch on Sidney Powell a little bit. Oh, yeah. Because this, <laughs> this woman's amazing. She was, I think we mentioned her last week as being part of the, you know, elite lawyer team that Trump had assembled. And she was the the QAnon woman. She's the one spouting all of the QAnon bullshit. And I don't know what the final straw was. I don't think it was even the Hugo Chavez thing where she thought that the election in Pennsylvania was being uh, w- was diverted by communism because the it, machines, the election machines, which weren't even used in Pennsylvania, were made in Venezuela and under the direction of the CIA via Hugo Chavez, who's been dead for seven years. And, I mean, it's crazy conspiracy George, theories. Don't forget, George Soros was wrapped in there. He's like a board member of one of the things or whatever. But I think the what the breaking point was was when she lumped in the governor of uh, Georgia. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. I forgot the governor right. of Georgia was yeah. in on this. Right. Yeah, she lumped him in a few days ago, and that's when they're like, you've gone too far, crazy lady. Well, he's he's a Trump supporter, isn't he? Yes, Yeah. He Dude, he rigged a whole fucking election for himself. Yeah. He's the one that, was Stacey Abrams? Yeah. Yeah, he's the one that, that he finangled his own victory against Stacey Abrams. <laughs> Remember his commercials where he was driving around in like a bus saying he was going to round up illegals? With, and he had a shotgun and shit. Okay, yeah. I didn't. I didn't associate the two. I didn't know that was him. Okay. Yeah, this guy's Trump through and through. Yeah, and she spoke badly of him. Wow. Although he's on most Republican Trump voter shit list because he's just like Biden won. I don't know what you want from me. There's <laughs> nothing I can do. People voted. What? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think Georgia matters at this point. Like, I mean, they matter because they're state, and I want their votes to count, but. Has it Pennsylvania and Michigan? They've both been officially yes. certified. Yes. The reason Georgia okay. still matters is because of the whole Senate thing. They're they're doing the runoff elections right. for that, and that's at, at this. Yeah, Georgia 
whatever the the presidential election yeah we're we're done i mean everybody needs to keep counting because i would find it I, I would find it even more amusing if uh biden were to go over 80 million but hmm. he's getting close he is yeah yeah i would support the continued counting if it weren't so expensive if it weren't Again, if all these recounts were at Trump's expense and not taxpayer oh, I'm expense, not, yeah, I'm not talking about the recounts, but there are states who that haven't, you know, been certified yet. Finished. They haven't. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're with, probably they're nine. We're ninety-eight percent for the whole country so far. Yeah, we're good as far as full count. <laughs> no, and like, but it's amazing the the one the lead that Biden has over Trump, popular vote wise. Yeah. Oh, huge. And just the amount of people that voted in general. Yeah. You know, it's now sickening the cost- that so many people voted for Trump. Georgia certified. Oh, I, and I think PA certifying tomorrow. No, they did t- today. They did today. Yep, a couple hours ago, Pennsylvania yeah, went. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. None of this matters <laughs> because Trump is never going to concede. No, they'll go through the motions. He's not going to go to the fucking an- uh, inauguration. Um, and great, hmm. kill. But for half the country, it just it. You you kind of need him to do the handoff so you can just get back to normalcy, and he's not going to do that. And these people are going to sit on that stain for the for the next four years. Mm. Well, the the one good piece of good news, I mean, at least the the you know the the GSA paperwork is signed now and it's beginning, and they, yeah. at least the the there's, there's a crack in the dike at least. Yeah, and Trump's mentioned that about that. And, yeah, what's that? Oh, he's angry about that. Yeah, he was bitching about something about the, something the GSE. What, what right does the GSA have to do? Blah, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> to do exactly why they exist. Yeah. He just. I mean, again, he knows he's fucking done. He's just yes. never gonna relent. Well, yeah, um, that's both shameful, but then you know, a much larger part of me would like to feel inspired by my good friend Jared and say, "Yeah, fuck them and fuck their stupid traditions. <laughs> we don't need to cling on to that." Him shaking Biden's hand and saying, good job, buddy, I lost. I don't care what you think, Trump. Go back to hosting a game show, you retard. <laughs> I, listen, I, I'm with you, sort of, but, like, I'm just, like, it, it's always going to be... The problem is that it's always going to be brought up. Trump is to be the first president, never going to the inauguration of the president after him, leaving a question in the minds of his supporters. Did, did Biden really win? You know, it's just going to be that bullshit. And anytime you get into a conversation with one of the dumb mouth breathers who walks into your store... And he's going to be like, well, Biden's not the real president. He didn't really win. <laughs> and you're going to sit there and steam's going to come out of your fucking ears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the last thing I wanted to say about Sidney Powell, she was silently removed. They basically said, yeah, she wasn't ever part of our strike team. Um, she's <laughs> been operating on her own. That's how they distanced from her. It was was not only are we saying that she is no longer part of the team, but she never was part of the team, even though she clearly was part of the team. Juliana was behind her when they, she was on stage speaking. She had, I mean, it, she was clearly part of the team. Yeah, like, are they asserting that she kind of just snuck onto that stage and they just let her... <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> they, they said, well, she operates independently. What? Yeah. An independent what operator. Even though the, there, there's clear, like, screen grabs have been, like, Sidney Powell, Trump's lawyer. Right. It says it right. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, distancing them, she- they're distancing like they always distance, by telling lies. Yeah, it's another George Papadopoulos. Right. Yeah. I don't know. She's getting coffee around the law office, and then she just, I don't know, I guess she passed the bar and started doing shit on her own. Mm. <laughs> First of all, sign number one, that woman is not seen without an animal print on any of her clothes at any time. The black turtleneck and the gold sweater thing every time. It's really weird. Yeah, I mean, it was, I when I saw it the first, first of all, that 
news conference was just batshit crazy mm. all around with the my Vinny, my cousin Vinny interpretation, <laughs> right? <laughs> the hair dye and that, and I was like, wow, that's a odd outfit but and then i was like wow every time i see her now she is wearing leopard print <laughs> yeah that'd be a no-go on me choosing lawyers <laughs> <laughs> good to know it's like that if you guys ever watched uh curb your enthusiasm when they did the seinfeld reunion and uh george lost all his money because he invested it with bernie madoff and his wife t- took her money out and he's like why did you take your money out she goes i don't know i saw him one day on the street and he was wearing a cape and it just made me feel weird, so I took my money out. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Sidney Powell was Michael Flynn's lawyer. Yes. Oh, she's not wearing leopard print in any of those things. This must be a new thing. She's Michael Flynn's lawyer. She's crazy. Did she also went on Fox Business, not Fox News, and asserted that mm. immigrants might be bringing coronavirus here. Oh, right. Lou Dobbs had to cut her off. Yeah, yeah. he's like, well, that's not true. If Lou Dobbs <laughs> starts really- fact-checking you, you're in trouble, <laughs> man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a dark day for you as a person. <laughs> I love he, and he goes in this whole thing like, well, we really can't say that. We don't know. But it's good to keep an eye out. And she sat there quietly with a smile. And then he was done. She goes, yeah, but we don't know what they're bringing in here. <laughs> and he's like, gotta go. <laughs> Cut the <to> commercial. <laughs> so we're running long. I wanted to hit some coronavirus things real quick. We were talking. We went down a rabbit hole about mm. uh, the uh, Native American nations. And I have a coronavirus thing. The Cherokee Nation has been doing an excellent job with the coronavirus, apparently. Uh, They have been doing social distancing and masking. Their numbers are exceptionally low. Now, unfortunately, what is it? The the Navajo Nation is is not doing well in any way. And there are many that aren't Mm -hmm. doing well because they're not... You know, not able to. There's a lot poor demographic, and it's it's really a lot of the Native American tribes are having rates like 3.5 times other in the United States. You know, communities in the United States. But uh, yeah, Cherokee Nation, they're on top of it. So uh, good job for them. Oh, good for them. Yeah. What are they doing though? As opposed to they're taking it seriously, listening to the science. Oh, okay. Like they're they're yeah, they're handling it. Well, maybe one of them. Maybe one of them has electricity and the other one doesn't, and they're trying to keep themselves busy by hanging out with their friends. <laughs> I can't speak to I'm that, and I don't know man. enough about it. <laughs> man, I'm just saying, our power was out for 24 hours almost the other day here, and I want to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when the power is down. I'm like, well, all right, I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't. Well, maybe I'll check what's on Reddit. Oh, damn it. Well, okay, I can't do that. Well, well maybe I can check what's on Reddit. Oh, damn it. <laughs> My normal inclination is to go to the casino. Mm. But I can't do that now. Yeah. Nope. I don't know. Apparently you could. Hey, I rolled those <laughs> dice. That, that was right before the spike. I think I'm. fate was just like, get one in before you can never go again. <laughs> uh, according to the Friendly Atheist website, there is a pastor, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown. He has too many names. He says that the coronavirus the, or the vaccine is a plot to alter your DNA in order to remove the God factor. Mm-hmm. Whoa! So apparently Whoa. they're going to use something like CRISPR technology and uh, <laughs> remove the part of your DNA that desires God. That's if you want to learn, if you want to learn what the CRISPR is, you should watch Human Nature on Netflix. Yeah, really good. That was a good show. It was a very good show. Hey, I mean. It's not a like an entertaining thing. It is a science science yeah. documentary kind of thing on what CRISPR is and how it works. So yeah, yeah. why does that sound so familiar? Uh, I don't know. 
What's that? This guy or CRISPR? The CRISPR. Chris, it's been in the news oh, on and off. Yeah, it's uh, it's how you edit your genes. Yeah. Right, right. Have they identified the gene that makes you believe in God? Is it like a <laughs> is it like a little dunce cap on top of a fucking <laughs> DNA strand? <laughs> I don't. No, I don't believe so. All right. Um, another article from sciencemag.org. Uh, more people are getting COVID twice, so that's not uh, particularly good. It is fairly low in numbers still, but uh, there are many more reports of people having uh, the virus a second time. Um, most of them, it's actually not as bad the second time. The lead story is a woman who's a nurse who had it in April and then got it again in uh, July. So Whoa. antibodies or the uh, not her her immune system not not, not doing that as good. long as they need to. Mm. Yeah. So not so we'll have a flu slash coronavirus vaccine to get every year from now on mm. is likely. Possibly. I did, however, see another article, I don't have a link for it, that said that the uh, immunity last could last multiple years in some people. So mm. it's hard to say. But there's, they're extrapolating based on data and how many, like how many cells they could see per thousand or whatever. So it's, you know, it's guesswork at this point as yeah. to how long it might last. And it'll vary person to person, too. Right. People, you know, immune, immune systems are not mathematical. They're analog systems so some people have a stronger immune system than other people some are going to forget faster you could go another direction and uh with the secretary of housing and urban development ben carson uh he's <laughs> touting that uh homeopathy saved his life and got him out of the woods <sighs> he's a neurosurgeon he's like a an actual doctor <laughs> yep. was at one point yep that is correct well he also had a painting of him and jesus hanging out in his house so yeah he says that uh, this homeopathy solution based on the oleander plant is what saved his life. It sounds like poison. It is. Oh, but right. You dilute it so it does. it's not poison. It's just water. You dilute it. it so that it is, yeah, it's just water. But okay. that water has memory. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I heard a report that he said that, like, he had a rough time with COVID. Yeah, he was in the ICU from what I heard. Wow. Well, and Trump got a special dispensation for him to take the same medication that he took. So, I guess we're all not getting that. If we no, no. <laughs> ben Carson no. actually did say that we need to do this, we need to make that available to the general public. Yeah, so. I think they're, they're you know, trying to get it through the FDA as quickly as they, as they can. If it works, yes, do that. <laughs> well, how are all these fuckers getting it? Uh, because they go to Walter Reed. And they're rich and they're connected. Oh, they can just, okay. I just wasn't. Yeah, I didn't know you could just. The president got a part of the constitution was he got special drugs. Oh yeah, it's very <laughs> urgent to keep the president alive. Yes, mm. spare no expense. Which I, I I sound a little sarcastic, but at the same time, I'm, yeah, I'm actually for that. The, the current yeah. the current president <laughs> should be kept alive at all costs. I I do agree with that. Yeah. Um, state news I want to run through real quick. Colorado, there's a web designer seeking special religious exemption because they do not want to do web designs for weddings of same-sex individuals. This is the whole cake <laughs> thing over again. It's this time yep. they, they do mm -hmm. web design, so it's more of an artistic interpretation, and they're saying that you can't, uh, you can't force me to do a, a website for a same-sex wedding. 
Unfortunately, the one argument being, well, the one thing being argued by the uh, defense is that um, nobody has asked them to do this. So nobody's rights are being violated. Why are we talking about this? Oh, there's no actual case to study. No, there is not. They're just getting a, they're getting preemptive Adawanas. Yep. The Alliance Defending Freedom, which again is a complete misnomer. They're mm. defending the freedom of the religious people to judge LGBT. They, uh, yeah, they brought the suit in saying that, look, our client needs to be able to say no to this, and nobody has complained. So, <laughs> my guess is they do shitty websites. It won't be an issue. <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly. Uh, in Kentucky, uh, the Republican Daniel Cameron, the, who is the Attorney General of Kentucky, is suing the governor of Kentucky over COVID lockdowns, saying that the governor's school closure order prohibits religious organizations from educating children consistent with and according to their faith. So we finally get a a good lockdown in Kentucky, and uh, yeah, the Republican Attorney General is filing suit against their own governor. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. New York, the attorney general is going after another diocese, Buffalo, for, get this, corrupt uh, cover-ups of sexual abuse by priests. <gasps> really? Oh, what? A priest? <laughs> it's another it's one. not funny. By the way, he's, he's already gone crap. after multiple, so this is just another one. Yeah. This one, uh, this article I, I left in just because it's kind of fun. A helicopter crew who was doing, they were trying to find, uh, they were following mountain goats or sheep, sheep that live on the side of the hills in, in southern Utah. They were flying over in a helicopter and saw a metal monolith out in the middle of nowhere. It is a triangular monolith sticking up out of the ground. It appears to be made out of metal. It's like 12 feet high. Nobody so knows weird. why it's there or who put it there. Aliens. I want to believe. <laughs> I mean, really, it did. It reminded me of 2001 A Space Odyssey and the black mm. obelisk that's in there. Mm. It really yep. kind of looks like that. You know, as cool as it will be, we're just going to find out. It's, um, it's like a Banksy or something. Some, Some hippie art. Like yeah, yeah. No, it, yeah, it's like, it's like when, when whoever invented crop circles. Mm. It's the same thing. Unless I'm holding my reservation to like maybe when someone drops down there and tries to move it. And they can't, like, it's like Thor's hammer <laughs> or something. And I'll be like, whoa. And then, like, they put a tent. You know when they put a tent around that shit. Don't let us see us anymore. Yeah, something serious <laughs> is going down. Yeah. Well, the internet got on to because uh, the Utah Department of Public Safety did not disclose its location. So, of course, the internet went, we'll find it. And if you <laughs> Google it, um, they ha they think they have spotted it in the desert in uh, Google Images. Well, the whole reason they didn't uh, specify its location is because it is exceptionally remote and it's dangerous to get to, and they're quite sure that if people start going there to look at it, that they're going to have to rescue dozens rescue and dozens them. of people. <laughs> well, they found it. Sweet, let's go. <laughs> yeah. I want to be the Road first trip. person to touch it. Yeah, and get touch the it before all the juice is used up. <laughs> yeah. Everybody gets a, a, a separate and unique power to themselves mm -hmm. yeah it'll be like them uh cocoons at the bottom of the swimming pool in cocoon <laughs> yeah i'll get that weird animal mineral vegetable guy power from doom patrol grass <laughs> <laughs> start growing gills <laughs> that sound like Pat oswald 
I uh, I should have thrown this in a follow up because this is a follow up to a California uh, California law. They banned pseudoscientific conversion therapy, so they banned conversion therapy for minors in California. But the Eleventh Circuit Court of Appeals has struck down that ban because they say it violates the free speech rights of the therapists. Oh, what? Yeah. Wow. Damn. They are free to go on television and sell it to a television audience, but they're not free to... Ugh, good Lord. Yeah, they're forcing minors to, to do conversion therapy is just... It's just wrong. It doesn't matter if the family is for it or against it. It's it really... No, it's just wrong. But there you go. Um, so I'm sure that's not the last we'll hear about that, though. No. Uh, finally, answers from Genesis. I have to end on this. <laughs> this is... It's the new banana thing. God designed humans very specifically, don't you know? Because there, we have a nasal bone. Apes don't have nasal bones, but humans were designed with a nasal bone because he knew we would be wearing glasses and contacts. So the glasses are held up by our Boy. nasal bone. <laughs> that's, that's why we're different from chimps and monkeys. And God, God knew we needed glasses. So um, Why wouldn't he nasal- just give her better eyes? <laughs> First of all, has anybody ever seen that those apes with the giant schnozzes? <laughs> yeah. The- well, there's no bone in there. It's just cartilage. You can still rest glasses on there. Yeah. True. A proboscis monkey could easily wear oh. some glasses. Yeah. Also, you contacts? Con- yeah, I was curved. The contacts <laughs> really threw Yeah, me. I don't know have why you ever she... you the contact up your nose? I don't even have any idea why she mentioned contacts. That doesn't even make sense. It's the nasal bone what keeps my left contact from floating over to my right eye. <laughs> <laughs> that is some mental gymnastics, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, if again, wouldn't your next question be like, well, why would God give us bad eyesight then? Right. And not the apes. Why did evolution give us bad eyesight? That's what I want to know. I have bad eyes and I want to know. Well, you can blame glasses on that. <laughs> <laughs> be honest with you, we probably would have bred that gene out by now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, according to evolution, I wouldn't have strayed far from the campfire anyway, so... Hmm. Right. Didn't need to see. It's just the whole. I don't. I don't know why these people can't hear what they're saying. Can't mm. do a little bit of logical analysis and understand that they're being so stupid. It's like <laughs> uh, I forget. I forget who it was, but it's like the puddle of water saying, "Look at this. Look at this pothole. It was designed mm. specifically for me. I fit in it exactly." <laughs> also. Hey, dummies, orangutans, gorillas, and chimps and bonobos are not the only apes that ever existed on this planet. No. No. I, sh- I mean, and I'm, for the sake of their argument, I'm not putting human beings in there, <laughs> although we are part of that family. Right. Yes, we are. Like, God, man, can you not? Is it just people lack imagination? They, they lack education. I mean, but I get that. But even a, a, a dummy. Like, if you're going to be like, well, you may not be able to retain information, but let me tell you how it really is. And because you go, well, what do you, what do you mean there was other apes? I, I don't understand. I've only ever seen four apes. Like, there's other ones? There were. Like, but they can't, like, fathom that. Mm. Like, it's so it's so hard. Like, like, when you start, like, even my brain starts to get a little fucking mushy when you start thinking about the the amount of time that the universe has been around or this planet and when life formed and you're like, God, those numbers are astronomical. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the, like, the time scale thing of the, 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 the 
how long ago the earth was created and where um, bacteria, where they think it started showing up and how long human beings have existed in a knowable amount. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's a couple of millimeters. What, you, off you of, mean like 6,000 years ago? Yeah, 6,000 years ago. That's it. In millions of years. Yeah, like when you watch Cosmos, they yeah. constantly do the uh, entirety of the universe compressed into one year on Earth. Right. Mm-hmm. Where the Big Bang is January 1st at midnight, and then the present is December 31st at midnight, right where we are. That puts, like, the dinosaurs, like, around, like, December 25th yeah. in the time scale of what's going on here. <laughs> and, yeah. like, life on Earth, I don't know, like, mid-November? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, if, it's if, like, if right now is December 31st, like, breakfast December 31st is human history. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It is awe-inspiring, and yet they need another source of awe. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But, I mean, again, you lay that out for somebody, and they may look at it and go, I I can't even wrat my head around that. Like, what are you talking about? Right. You know, no one wants to feel insignificant. No Mm. one wants to feel like a pile of recycled star stuff. (laughs) I do. That sounds awesome. (laughs) You are. It, It sounds awesome to me, too, and I'm like... God damn, man. You that's are, fucking... and you're both awesome in your own way, but some people need more. <laughs> yeah, they need to have a divine deity that is really, right. really that... interested in their sex life. That's, yeah, that totally relates <laughs> to them. <laughs> yeah, God creates the universe, the stars, the planet, all the animals, and he's like, are you touching your penis? <laughs> Whoa! Now, granted, if I made a species and they touched their penis that much, I'd be like, wait a minute, come on. What did I do wrong? Because I made them. <laughs> or what did I do right? Because <laughs> touching your penis is great. <laughs> All right. Does anybody have anything else this week? No, I think uh, no. we're too deep into this yeah. to add anything. Yeah. yeah. Also, if the title of this week's episode is not touching your penis is great, <laughs> you'd be sorely disappointed. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> all right that's all we got for this week uh i want to thank our patrons again for supporting the podcast uh we really do appreciate it and for you that could join us tonight and, and post to us as we're talking fantastic if you want to uh support the podcast you could uh, share it on social media leave review on itunes or join on our patreon page as well uh, if you want to contact us uh, you can do so on our facebook page facebook.com slash profane argument or tweet at ProfaneArg. I'd also like to encourage you to check out podcasts on the soon-to-be-named network, soon-to-be-named-network.com, a whole slew of podcasts for your listening pleasure. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you.